Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 308. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to continue the arc of the secrets of EDH by talking about Golgari Vampire List. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? We are back. What is going down? A whole ton is going down. We both had some interesting adventures over the last couple of days slash week. We're going to tell you about those. We're going to got we got some people to thank, some stories to tell. Before we get to any of that stuff, you have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Yeah, and cool thing happened to you. Cool thing, Brando makes an order, uses CCO Spring promo code and or CCO Perks promo code, perks when you spend over $100 Canadian to get kickback in store credit. I got a, I got a token with my face on it. Yes, very That's so cool. So. Very, oh. very cool. So like the CCO token packs, they're one of the gifts that we give out for the booster pack game on the pre-show. You watch all the pre-shows, you get entered in when you guess the commander and... You can get them for becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. We'll talk about that in a second. But also, you can now get them for ordering at fusiongamingonline.com. Yeah, if, I think it's if you use CCO Spring. I think that's the key. I think that's the trick. That's the key is using the promo code to get the CCO toke. Yeah, that's right. So you get 5% off shit you're going to buy anyway. And then you get a picture that might look vaguely like me. I or, like a, brand, or a Brando business card. That's right. It was really cool. <laughs> I was very excited. I put it in my wallet. I was showing it to everybody. It was lots of fun. Oh, man. Brando business card cookout podcast. BBCCO. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Oh, it sounds yeah. like, uh, yeah. it's kind of like uh, something dirty if you Google. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but also the, the British Broadcast Network or the CBC, the Canadian Broadcast mm-hmm. Channel. Oh, uh, yeah. Or if you go to websites like Brando Frequence and type in BB something, you'll get something totally different. But if you go to FusionGamingOnline.com and use the promo codes for all the stuff you're going to buy anyways, mm-hmm. you could get some uh, some CCO stuff. All lands I got this time. Oh, maybe yeah. that's the key. You got to buy lands. <laughs> I got I got three of the, the fancy... Like Nick's art forests with Ooh, just the forest symbol yep. for my the Pokemon lands. You yep, mean for yep. my AV deck, and then I got some Magic Fest nineteen or two thousand nineteen. Yep, islands and mountains, and an ancient tomb that I thought I was getting a great deal on because I thought it was ten bucks, but it turns out I I don't read numbers so good, and it wasn't ten bucks. But you know what? I saved money on uh, stuff you I was going to buy anyway. You saved 5%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's the one that the Monarch token came in. I was very excited. Cool. That's, well, that's hey, that's like a cherry on top of your mud pie, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> you spent 10 times more than what you thought. Yeah. Well, but least, hey, you know. At least you're going to buy it anyway. Worth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I needed one for the deck anyway. And now, Noran the Wary has an ancient tomb. Cool. Yeah. Oh, there it is. If you want to see Norn the Wary without an ancient tomb. Oh, baby. Good segue. Check out June 3rd CCO Sidewalk Slam. Ooh, that was very guttural and throaty. <sighs> it's going to be fucking good. And I know it's going to be good because I was there. Yep. And it's real good. You can check out our YouTube page where you should be subscribed anyway. So you should have already got the little notification saying that we put it out. You can see a little preview of all the, the hot game action that's going to be hey, happening. You're on point today. Yeah, it's fucking. Hey, you, you did the whole thing already. Wow. Uh, uh, you, you know what? If you're so on point, you have to remind me to send Joe the Sidewalk Slam graphics. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. We're, we're going to get to the Sidewalk Slam thing, no graphics. And Joe's going to be like, guys. 
What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it, Brando. That's what's going to stay at the bottom of the screen for the whole game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Joe, big thanks to Joe for sending in today's deck. Oh, this Segway. Is Editor Joe's today. deck. Yeah, I know. We're we're just, we're a Segway sandwich. Let's uh, give what? the commanders a read because I don't really know how to say this guy's name other than the funny joke I made of it, which I'm going to call him henceforth forever. Okay, so it's Valentine Dean of the Vein. <laughs> Valentine Drain the Vein. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 1-1 one, one for 1. Uh, the one being black. He's got menace. He's got lifelink. He's a vampire warcock. Whenever a non-token oh. creature an opponent controls would eat shit, exile it instead. When you do, you may pay two generic mana. If you do, you get a 1-1 one, one black and green pest that gains you a life when it dies. Okay, so whenever a non-token creature dies, we can pay two. If we do, we get a thing. Right. That when it dies, we gain life. That's right. Okay, so we... Want our guys to die. Nah, other opponents' guys. Oh, we kill opponents' guys. Mm-hmm. Then we get guys. Mm-hmm. Then we want those guys to also die so we gain life. Hypothetically, yes. Okay, what's yes. the other side do? The other side is Lizette, Dean of the Root. She is a 4-4 human druid for green, green, 2. Whenever you gain life, you may pay 1. If you do, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on each creature you control, and those creature gain trampled till end of turn. That's pretty good. I feel like that one might be better. Whenever we gain life, which we might in this deck. Who can say? Th- we put a plus one on each creature. Each. Each, each. That's creature. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then you can give trample, then super trample, then triple trample. And as we all know, triple trample, way better than regular trample. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's can, it's like can, horsemanship and flying. It's just totally different. You can tune into Triple Trample Podcast, TTO. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's that's another project that we've got going yeah, on. With Tyan and Tando, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, very good. Um, okay, so here's the thing about this deck. Both the commanders pass a vanilla test, very good. They, they have yeah. power and toughness equal to their converted mana cost. <laughs> that's excellent. But also, <clears throat> first thing I thought of when I saw this deck list Golgari Vampire Tribal. What the hell? Wasn't that the first thing that you thought of? That was the well, was the second thing I thought of. The first thing was like, oh, Joe sent us a deck. And then it was, oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn it, Joe. Yeah. Well, we got to still thank him because he does, a, he does a good job. He's fine. Seven out of ten. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the deck we, we gave, or that's the commander we gave a little bit of a synopsis. We got some podcasting business. Okay. Biznatch. Biznatch. All great stuff that you're going to like to be part of if you're Brando and you hear me. Or if you're you and you hear me or see me because you're watching on YouTube, which is where you should be. Which you definitely should be doing. Yes. Because we're talking about Joe. He does a great job making us look passable. And that's not always easy. Yes. Because Ryan was hungover and he just had surgery. I went to karaoke for the very first time in my entire life yesterday. And here we are. Yes. Okay, we were... I had, a, hard. I had a tube in my throat, and Brando had um, his vocal cords were vibrating. Mm. Ooh, don't Google that. No, I, 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 I didn't sing, but I watched other people sing. And uh-huh. I'm gonna, and it was in the ghetto, right? Oh like, yeah, it was, it a, was like at the end of the ghetto, like oh, on yeah. the other side of the ghetto. I was definitely worried I was gonna get shot. You were so far into the ghetto that you thought that you were like on the way out, like in the suburbs again. Yeah, I thought I was safe. Yeah, <laughs> was wasn't though. I had fun, but man, like alcohol, it turns out, here's a life lesson, CCO life lesson. If you drink enough booze, you will think you can sing, and you still can't. Mm Mm-hmm. If you drink enough alcohol Mm -hmm. also, 
uh, you'll throw up onto the urinal. Yeah, onto both urinals. There's two urinals. <laughs> they were both puked on. Not in. On. 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 Did anybody deface any of those urinals prior to the puking with CCO stickers? No. Well, you could if you become a Patreon supporter over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. That was bump set spike. Oh, That's man, Olympic that was, level shit. That was good. Yeah. So one of the one of the uh, sign up gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if you want that. If if or or if that's not enough incentive, we are setting up a little bit of a I don't know like a like a I don't want to call it a stream or a watch party because that sounds like kind of lame. <laughs> but I would like to premiere the sidewalk slam to the patrons first through the Patreon client, but also like set up a, like a Zoom call or like a group hangout or whatever to just talk about the game and and just kind of talk trash and shit on each other and <laughs> like <clears throat> I watched the game a couple times now because I cut down all the footage the footage of what we thought was going to be uh, like a 14 minute game that ended up being two hours we're going to talk about it t- on tomorrow's bonus show a little yeah. bit more but uh, was that game only two hours long it's not going to be two hours long on the video no 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 no, no. not going to be two hours long no 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 but uh, it was tons of fun one of the benefits is going to be watching it early and the let's call it a watch party just because that rolls off the tongue nice <laughs> and the CCO nickname. We've actually got a a, a, a Patreon pledge increase to thank Aww, this week. Nice. This is Nathan Weber increased this week. I don't remember what Nathan Weber's nickname was. Mm. Maybe he didn't have one. Nathan Weber. Because like Weber makes me sound like like that's something dirty like you Give her the Spider Man. Give, give her the him, give them the Spider Man. There we go. Yeah, that's where you. No, nah, you don't need to know what Spider Man. No, is. no. Just, I'm not going to describe. There's some of them I'll describe because they're funny. That one I'm not going to because it's kind of. I don't. I think it's a little icky. No kink shaming in the nation. Nuh-uh. But I I I personally think that that one's a little icky for me. Okay, well mm-hmm. Nathan Weber. <laughs> I don't even think he needs a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> now that we know that the Spider Man's a thing, like don't. I guess he's a, he's his whole name is a don't Google that. That's pretty cool. Let's just call him Spider Man Weber. Yes. Yes. Spider Man Weber. Yeah, I like that. Okay, that's one piece of podcasting business. We're going to talk about Sidewalk Slam a little bit more tomorrow because it's a ton of fun and we want to share it, but we can't share it yet because it's not actually ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> Big thanks to Tyler for to, for working on that. Tyler is setting all that up for us. What a good guy. Yeah. Funny story about that. We'll tell tomorrow. Ooh. Was I there for that one? Do I know this story or am I going to hear it for the first you, time? You, with were, you were part of it, but you will hear it for the first time because I just heard it for the first time like last night. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, we've got some events booked. Do we? We do. Oh, we do, yeah. We do. Oh, I bought an airplane ticket, and I was very angry. <laughs> yeah. I was... I it, was angry, too, but we were angry for different reasons. Yeah. But well, He was angry at me for being angry and then being mad at him. Not at him, but, like, I'm I a was, little bubble of rage sometimes, and sometimes... Ryan's inside the bubble of rage, and he kind of gets burned by it, too. I'm he's, the only one in there. <laughs> he's very patient with me, but I'm going to tell you, you haven't known pain or rage until you've tried to help me book an airplane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm the first to admit, it's not pretty. Ah, no. you haven't known pain and rage until you know what it's like to fly with me, because I hate it so much. <laughs> but I'm there to level you out, because I love it so much. Uh, mm-hmm. I not work like that. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, where are we going? We're going to Bellevue, Washington. 
that is like a suburb of Seattle. I'm, I'm telling people that and they're like, oh, I didn't even know that there was a command fest in Bellevue because they're so focused like on Vegas and Richmond and like all those ones that are coming up really now that yeah. it's literally $1,000 or more for us to fly to. So yeah, we unfortunately, we have to jump out skip, jump out of Vegas this year. Uh, yeah. Skip on Vegas so this year. If anybody has an extra like 1000 bucks kicking around and wants to fly us, <laughs> hey, by all means, I'll go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. But uh, we just, uh, it's not in the cards this year. So Bellevue, we've got CCO Penthouse booked. And let me tell you, it is fantastic. Vaulted ceilings overlooking the side of a mountain views of Lake Washington. What? Yes, it's... I didn't even know that. Yeah, I know. Not very close to the convention center for anybody who's involved. But we do have three or four vehicles, people willing to drive. And because the house is already full, we've got extra CCO, CCO National Lights um, like um, scissor sistering to get into the same hotels and stuff so they all can stay in the same places. Oh, cool. Which is super cool. Yeah, Mac and his wife are like thinking about staying at the same hotel as Aaron and Amy so they can all, oh, that's awesome. all be together. Yeah. Oh, that's really fun. And, and he said his wife, He she wasn't his wife last time I was talking to him, so maybe they got married. Congratulations. Yeah, well, and I'm sorry at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's one. But we've got one coming up even before that. What? This is the Fusion 5K. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Downside is we got to go to Winnipeg. Yeah, man. Double downside is we're fucking driving there. Oh. But we are going to stay overnight, and and I don't want to give anything away or promise anything, but I've been talking to Jim from the Spike Feeders. And, and we he's going to take us to the arcade at the Forks, and we're going to play pinball and get drunk. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll drop you off there. see, Ryan didn't know that, but mm-hmm. I was going to say, maybe we'll get on stream or maybe we'll play some games with those guys and split some content. Maybe we can get them to drop a couple F-bombs. Maybe they can get us to play some CEDH. All of those things sound good. I have a CDH deck. Yeah. Bryn Man played it against Jesse Spears at our local EDH and M. Oh, good. Beat him three games in a row. Oh, good. F that guy. Man, <laughs> F every Jesse that I've ever played Magic with. <laughs> <laughs> Even new Jesse. You know what? F him. Yeah, F that F guy. F him. Yeah. Nah, whatever. Yeah. New um, Jesse, old Jesse, medium Jesse. F ya. Yeah. So, Ollie. anyways, the Fusion 5K, July 9th. And it's a 5K modern event, but balls all that because they've got EDH side events. Yeah. And they want me to come and bring some altered cards and show off some alters and just just do the business yeah. daddy, business baby thing. They Maybe want, they'll follow you on Twitter. Man, if they don't. Man, I think what I'm going to do, and I know that they listen to the show, so I hope that they're prepared for this, but I fully intend to go possibly live on our Facebook page while I'm with one of those social media humans and make them follow me live on the internet just to make sure it happens. And then and then half an hour later they're they're gonna go live on their story and it's gonna be like Un- un- or or block. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, report, 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 report. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that would be a great way to just shame them into doing it. Because oh, yeah. dunking on them on Twitter hasn't worked and talking about it on the show hasn't worked. So the new plan is when I, I go to their house and it's either, you know, sock full of sand or I shame them on the internet. It's, it's really a Ooh. it's really a toss up at this point. Mm-hmm. But I hear they have sand and socks in Winnipeg, so be warned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of the socks have holes in the toes, though. Oh, yeah, the sand is not sand very long. <laughs> <laughs> One more piece of business. <clears throat> Last week's giveaway. Right. Last week's giveaway for and f- fuck, we missed the we missed the funny name. 
It was Chris Von Doom's Rafine deck. Mm-hmm. Rafine the Creaming Seer. Ugh. Oh, gross. Ugh. Don't Google that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now we missed it. On, we didn't miss it. We just didn't say it on purpose. Oh. Mm-hmm. You thought of that. Probably did. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember that far back. Anyways, the winner. I didn't so- remember we did Rafine. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I don't even know who Chris Von Doom is. <laughs> <laughs> The winner, you get at us, commandercookout at gmail.com. Claim your booster pack, your CCO sticker pack, or token pack. One of those three things. Yes. And I'll do this the whole time. Good. Frequency. You literally just stopped doing the thing. There you go. Frequency is the name. It'll be on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, which you fucking should be. Agreed. Because I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Frequency. 100% that's their real name. I can tell you that right now. That's definitely the real name. Full name, too. The is the first name. Frequency is the last name. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So get at us. Commandercookout at gmail.com. Honor system. Don't ruin it for everybody. That's okay? Right. We don't want to do that. I'll be keeping all those booster packs, and we'll be cracking them when we go to Magic Fests. Yeah. Oh, wait. Which we'll do anyways. Yeah, we'll probably <laughs> be doing do that, that anyway. Man, we cracked a lot of booster packs in Vegas, hey? Oh, yeah. Like baby. three boxes? Yeah. But like... Everybody got like one pack because there were so many people. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there were so many people. Security had to come. <laughs> there were so many people. Content creators from other channels were like, there's too many people here. Please don't let anybody know I was here. <laughs> that is the best thing. Yeah. That's how we that's how everybody knows that that CCO at Command Fest and Magic Fest is the fucking place to be. Yeah, we're the party house. Which is pretty cool. Uh, it makes me a little bit nervous because, like, we're booking this house that's really far away from the event in a residential area. I would hate that we burn down the neighborhood. Well, I would hate that we booked a house and right next door is the actual owner of the house, and they're like, "Oh, here's the keys. There's only like four of you, right?" Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. Four. <laughs> no, it's Canadian four. Oh, with the exchange rate? Yep. Yes. Mm. Yes. And Brando can't even count anyways. That's right. I'll just say that he booked it. Paid yeah. $10, $10 for a fucking ancient tomb. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Oh, man. Okay. It's like ordering a secret lair. It's super easy. And even I can fuck that up. That's fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is like shipping charges on secret layers. <laughs> the Airbnb edition. <laughs> yeah, there. There we go. We got it. We okay. got there. So, okay. Sh- sh- have we covered all the business? I feel like we have. We should probably talk about more. We talked about one card, two sides of it. Maybe we should talk about a, a deck. Sure. Let's do a deck. Okay. All right. All right, Ryan. So we got Joe gave us very handy-dandy custom categories. We are on tappedout.net, though, for the first time in a long oh, time. yeah, in a good long time. And, and they updated what their buttons look like, but not any of the functionality of the site. So tappedout.net, if you're listening, which you're probably not because you don't care anything about what anybody says about anything to do with your site, uh, you should update it. Solid. Where should we? Let's start with board wipes. That's what I have open. Sure. Because that's it, it, it's easy. There's two of them. One of them is Olivia's Wrath, vampire themed. Hey, there you go. Each non-vampire creature gets minus X minus X, where X is the number of vampires you control, and it's five mana. That's okay. That's not too bad. Because then none of your stuff dies. Correct. Your pests will die, but you know what? F them. We'll gain life. We'll gain some life. Yeah. And then we've got old stalwart. I guess at this point, the meat hook massacre. Oh, the old meaty mass. Ooh, <laughs> a mass of meat. Uh, black, black X for a legendary enchantment? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. When it enters the battlefield, 
Each creature gets minus X until end of turn. Whenever a creature we control dies, each opponent loses one life. Good, heck them. And whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, we gain one life. It's pretty good. Hey, it's I a, like gaining life. We're gonna we're gonna cash some of that life gain in. It's a pretty solid card, actually. That's a good card. Yeah, maybe, That's why it's like fifty yeah, bucks. Maybe that'll catch on. Hey, people play that. Oh, oh, I thought it. Thought <laughs> it had already. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, there's no reason that card needs to be fifty dollars. Put that in commander decks. They won't. No, you're they right. They won't. They won't. You're right. Meat Hook Massacre. It's got a name that's tied to to an event. Uh, yeah, but not really. Well, they'll have to do it in the, uh, what do you call it, the secret lair, and they can call it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be neat. They, I don't, they probably could do that, hey? I don't they, think Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what, like, s- studio franchise, like, is it Universal or Warner Brothers or Marvel, you know, Disney, who the fuck owns? Who owns, like, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, what... Wait, major studio owns the vast majority of those movies. New Line Cinemas is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm gonna fucking pound you in the head if you actually know the answer to this. Paramount is because you can't even remember somebody's fucking name that I tell you to remember. I'm gonna suplex you out the window, man. I can't. I want, wanna, I want to so bad. I actually can't think of who, who you're owns lucky. Texas Chainsaw at this point. You're lucky because there would have been pain. It's two out of three, man. There would have been a Texas Chainsaw <laughs> fucking pain. <laughs> let's talk about some ramp. Let's do the ramp. And this this will go fast because I think, let's just scroll down a bit. Is it all fairly? I think it's all. Just, oh, yeah. All right, here this we go. is going to be a fucking blaze. Here we go. Arcane Signet, Commander Sphere, Cultivate, Golgari Signet, Kodama's Reach, Nature's Lore, Pristine Talisman, Rampant Growth, Sky Shroud Claim, Sol Ring, Talisman of Resilience, Three visits boom boom i would love to highlight all of the three mana ramp in that section including but not limited to one of my personal favorite three drop mana rocks pristine talisman give that <laughs> fucking piece of crap a read <laughs> tap out a colorless mana gain a life gain a life on a shitty ass three drop mana rock man <laughs> man dana roach and josh lee Kwai be turning in their graves so with that mana rock and the green side of our commander, we could tap it for a mana and gain a life and then use the mana that we just got to trigger our commander's ability to put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature we control and give them traps on the turn. Yes. That's pretty good. Man, super cool. That's actually a really good ability. Yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's a really good little synergy right there. You add in some, like, whenever you gain life, you get a dude, you get some omen clocks, you untap that thing, go infinite, boom. Yeah, there you, you go. don't even need vampire tribal. We'll just play... One huge guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the removal section, I guess. We swept, we ramped. Can we remove? No, we can't because the website's broken. There we go. There we go. Thanks, Tapped Out. You're the greatest. All right, so we're going to start with Ass Trophy. Ass, ass in trophy. Ass, ass in trophy. Yes, this is an instant for black, green. You know how many of these I own? Tell me. Zero. Really? Not a one. Wow. I don't own any of this card. I have six. Destroy target permanent and opponent controls. Okay. If its its controller may search their library for a basic land card put onto battlefield tapped, no, it's not tapped. Oh, yeah, it just comes into play. Just battlefield. Yep, kill one of their kill anything that they got, they get a land, a basic. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's it's a very good card. Yeah, I don't know if I have a Golgari deck anymore. You probably I, have a deck that plays green and bl- black, green and black at the same time. Yes, but yeah. not a Golgari deck. Well, this isn't a Golgari card. It's a good card. A good Gari card. Oh. There we go. Next up, we have Death Sprout. Ooh, I have played this card lots. Man, I go from an actual good removal spell for two mana. 
to something that's like, oh, like okay, fine. Like a passable one for four that just <laughs> destroys a creature and ramps you into a basic land. It's kind of like the opposite. It's like, I'll get your creature still. That's worth two mana. Sure. And then I'll get a land for myself worth yeah. two mana. There you go. There we go. That's kind of yeah. cool. Feast of blood or feast of butt. Or fist of butt. There you go. <laughs> Man, that makes it sound way more hardcore than it actually is. Yes. Yes, this is a sorcery for black one. Cast Fist of Butt only if you control two or more vampires. So they can scissor fist each other. <laughs> scissor fisters. Yeah. <laughs> it destroys a creature. <laughs> oh, fuck. You haven't got a good one out of me like that in a long time. Destroys a creature, gain four life. Pretty good. I like gaining four life. K-Grip. K-Grip just destroys an artifact or enchantment split second. Mor mortality spear. Yes, mortality. I want to say morality spear. Me too. It's like I want to throw a spear right through all of ounce of dignity that you have. <laughs> <laughs> Destroys a non-land permanent, costs two less if you gain life this turn. Which we would have. Yes. So that would just be like an improved uh, ass-ass-ins trophy. No, it doesn't kill lands. Don't care. I like it it kills lands. Yeah, that's a good card. And putrefy. That just kills a thing. A thing or another kind of thing. Yeah, it's fine. Artifact or creature can't be regenerated. We got there. Hey, hey, tune in. Um, I guess tune in tomorrow to hear. Maybe we'll maybe putrefile come up. Hey, we're talking mm -hmm. about about some stuff tomorrow. Yippers. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the toot section. Yeah, there's a demonic tutor in the deck. Yeah, that's that's the whole section. Yep. We'll move on to player removal. I think that we we just do this now. Yeah, this let's is... do it because it's short, and then we'll emphasize all of the things that help us do this. Yes. Okay. We got a we got a ether flux reservoir. Oh baby! If you would cast a spell, you gain a life for each spell you've cast this turn. Mm -hmm. So you like cast a spell, gain a life. Cast your second spell, gain two life. Then gain three life. We're probably not going to do that. We'll gain one or two life per turn off this. Fine, right? Yeah. But also, pay fifty life. Do 50 damage. Ooh, pretty good. You ever Ether Flux Reservoir, somebody? No. Feels pretty good. It's the weird, because I own two of these, yep. but I don't know where they are. Oh. I physically cannot locate them, but I know I have them, because I, I bought them, because I figured, you know, I'll probably use one of these eventually. Yeah. And then I just don't, I don't know where they are now. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. Yep. I play it in Zata. It's pretty good. And we also have a sanguine bond. Whenever we gain life, which we've already established, we will. Target opponent loses that much life. Now, of note, no exquisite blood in the deck, though it is in the maybe board. Yes. So Joe Mama, if he wants to crank it up to crank it up to nine. Yeah, we'll go from like seven to seven point seven. Oh yeah. Or seven point oh, I guess, because every deck's a seven. Yeah, it goes from that. seven to seven with a blood bond combo in there. Good. Yeah, yeah there it is. Good. <laughs> Should we do reason for green or the vampires? We're, rip we're ripping through this deck real fast. Let's do the reasons for green and just just talk a little bit about green's involvement in here. We we've already kind of said that the green side of the commander gain a life, pay a gain a life, pay a mana. All your dudes get bigger. Mm -hmm. Is like probably the better side. And we're talking about gaining life, but we also said it's a vampire tribal deck. And when we talk about the weaknesses of the deck, we're going to highlight some of the same weaknesses that are apparent in lots of aggro decks. And the green section here kind of helps us 
circumvent that. Sure. So that's that's the reason for green. So let's look at the cards. We got a beast whisperer. A butt whisperer. No, it's not blood. It's blood is butt. Beast is just beast. Breast whisperer. Yep. That'll work. There it is. There it is. Yep. Okay, this guy, really good card. Yes. Good card. Green, green, two, two, three, elf druid. Whenever you cast a creature, draw a card. Ooh, got to be careful with that, though. Not a me. <laughs> <laughs> we have everybody's favorite crater hoof. Crater hoof. That's a win con because we are playing an aggro tribal deck. You can imagine a scenario where we have six or seven vampires, one opponent left, all our guys get, you know, 10-10. Or six or seven vampires. You have three opponents left. And everybody gets 10 10. <laughs> uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. We got a doubling season. Yes. We mentioned putting plus one, plus one counters yep. on guys. And we also mentioned getting uh, pest. pest tokens, right? Yeah. Pest tokens. We're probably going to make other kind of tokens once we get to all the vampire stuff. Like vampire tokens? Probably. Okay. I'd imagine we're probably going to get okay. some of that. We got an essence warden. G- creature ETBs, any creature, gain a life. That's right. We, uh, important because gain life. We've already seen the Sanguine Bond, the Ether Flux, and the Commander that makes our guys bigger. Mm-hmm. That's like three win cons already. It's pretty good. It, Density. Like making guys bigger and attacking is one. Ether Flux and Sanguine Bond. Going to be important for the Spice Calculator. Three different ways to win. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Growing Rights of Itlamok. Uh, it finds you some creatures, but it flips over into Guy's Cradle. Let me tell a story about these lands real quick. Okay. Because they all flip over into some kind of overpriced reserve list, list madness, right? Yeah. Hey, see CCO's top five in five enchantment or lands that we want to have the enchantment treatment on. Remember that one? Yeah, dude. That was a good one. I like yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember the uh, Argul's Bloodfast? Yes. Remember the one that flips over into a Diamond Valley? Yes. When you have five life? Yeah. Got there. <laughs> and you know what it did? It kept me in the game for two more turns. Because you can sacrifice a creature and gain life equal to its toughness? That's right. Man. It actually kept me in the game. Can you imagine playing with such reserve list cards that aren't Magus of the whatever, like Bazaar of Baghdad, Mishra's Factory, uh, Library of Alexandria? No. Mm. No? I can't. No. 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 No, well, got to protect the value of those for the vintage players, eh? Yeah, it's important. Yay. Retreat to Kazandu. Okay, landfall, put a plus one counter on a on a creature, which is great with your doubling season, and or gain two life, in which case you could pay a mana and put a plus one counter on all your guys. That's a good card in this deck. Very on theme. Yeah. On, on both modes, on, I like on, that. On strategy. On stratagem. Sure. There it is. Scavenging ooze. Ooh, yeah. Exile, target card from a graveyard. Any card. If it was a creature card, put a plus one on scavenging ooze and gain a life. Also yeah. does the thing that the, the deck wants to do. Tosky bearer of secrets. This card's secretly good. This is in a lot of CEDH decks that include green. Huh. Did you know that? No. Like, even even I've seen lists of Animar CEDH that play this. If it doesn't get its combo off and it has to play a longer kind of staxy game this is a card advantage engine in that deck because it wants to attack huh yeah one one can't be countered indestructible that's why because mm-hmm. it, it's gonna do its job when it attacks oh it attacks each combat if able fine don't care it's indestructible whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player draw a card whenever any creature that's pretty good and remember the the green side of our commander what's her name again Oh, I'll never remember this. I Lizette Dean of the Root. Lizette Dean of the Root gives our guy trample. 
So Toski with vampires that have plus ones and trample on them is going to gain us a shit ton of cards. Yeah. 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 Unnatural growth. Ooh, this is one that you like. I love this card. Give this guy a read. Green, 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 one. Ooh. Enchantment. At the beginning of each, each combat, that's everybody's combat, double the P and the T of each creature you control until end of turn. The P? The P. And the T? And the T. Of Both. each Cree? Of each C? Wow. The P, the T of each C until the end of T. So good. Yes. And if we're shortening up both, we could say B. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is you make your dudes giant and then beat wholesale ass. Yes, and you drain their vein. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the last card in the reason for green section is a Vorinclex monstrous raider. This card is really freaking good. This card is unreal. Yeah, so this is 6-6 six, six, Trample Haste for 6. So he's like above rate yeah, <laughs> already. And then he's got two gigantic paragraphs of text. If you would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, put twice that many. Yep. And also, if an opponent would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, they put half that much rounded down. So if they would put one, they just put none. That's right. Their Planeswalker abilities no longer cause their Planeswalkers to go up if it's a plus one. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just like a plus one to get the effect. They still get the effect, but yes. no loyalty. That's right. You put a plus one on your guy, now you get no plus one on your guy. Mm -hmm. And Vornklex Monstrous Raider, and I've talked about this before, when we plus our Planeswalkers... It doubles our plus. Yeah. Unlike doubling season, which doesn't double the plus unless it's when the Planeswalker ETBs. Correct. Born Clex doubles them when they ETB and when they plus. Yeah. And and doubling season only doubles them when they enter. Yes. So this is like better than doubling season if you're okay with it being a creature. Which I am because it's a trampling hasting six six. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know what I kinda hope when For one more mana than fucking doubling season. <laughs> yeah. Like what is like you know what I really hope when we go back to Phyrexia, because you know we're going to. Oh yeah. I would like to see them just reprint these creators into the set. Oh, yeah. Like with the three that they've done so far. We're just you know that we're just we're gonna get new ones. We are, but I would I would like to see them reprint the old ones. Both because they're all I think they're all good, they're all kind of chase cards. And it would just be a nice, hey, guys, we're going to reprint these probably fairly expensive cards for you now. You know what I mean? Yep. Because by then, Vornklex is probably going to be big dollars, and Urabrask will be 5 to $6, and nobody probably cares about that Jinka Taxes because it costs 48 mana to play. But you never know. They could reprint but it. But it'll still be expensive because Jinka Taxes. Yeah. And blue. Mm. Yeah, show and tell. <laughs> and I can play Demir and reanimate it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I want to see, and, and I uh, this is a sentence that I'm going to say, I want to see secret layers with those Praetors in them again that aren't Phyrexian language ones that have like really funky Phyrexian stylized things. Like I want to see them in Phyrexia. Well, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, like I just, I just want to like, they are the bad guys and everybody loves the Phyrexians. Like they're the bad guy that you love, like Razor Ramon, right? I don't know, man. I don't like them very much. They're kind of assholes. Oh. Razor Ramon? No, the Phyrexians, man. They're kind of dicks. Well, yeah. They're the bad guy that you can love, though, because oh, they're okay. like the endearing long time. You certainly don't like Urza. No, Urza's an asshole, too. Yes. And if you've, if you've got to be on the side of an asshole or an asshole, 
Pick the smaller, tighter, less smelly asshole. I suppose. The Phyrexians. (laughs) (laughs) The whole plane of things that want to come directly from hell and drag you into it. Yes. Pick them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wanna I wanna go there and see what they're about. I wanna see their asshole. I wanna see their whole ass. I want them to say something bad on Twitter. Show their whole ass. <laughs> Some Phyrexian tweeting something fucking bad. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, Ryan. We we've talked about everything in this vampire tribal deck except for vampires. Uh-huh. And there's like twenty nine of them. So let's Let's delve into it if if you if you think that's a good idea. Yeah, and there's no delve cards. That wasn't a that wasn't a hint. That was just what we're doing right now. Anyway, you know what's funny is is the black vampires, which is like all of them except for like one, <laughs> are the same ones that are going to be in any vampire deck, mostly like yeah the Edgar deck, the mono black deck, the the Rakdos vampires, like. The black white vampires, right? You're gonna see a lot of vampire crossover if you're familiar with vampires. So probably we can go a little bit fast, and I would like to focus on the ones that can gain us life. Because we've already demonstrated a couple three ways that that's gonna lead to us furthering our strategy of trying to win the game. Deal. Okay, we'll start with arrogant outlaw. Okay, three, two for three. One turns the battlefield of opponent lost life this turn, so you play it main phase two. Mm-hmm. They lose an additional two life, and we gain two life. Each opponent loses two, we gain two. Sure. But Researcher. Oh, yeah. Here's the first Golgari one. It's like number two in the list. Menace, two, two for three, black, green, one. Whenever you gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on Blood Researcher. Cool art on that card. Yes. That is a neat... It doesn't strike me as like an aggro creature looking at the picture, but man, that is cool. I like It's going to get massive because we're going to gain life like almost every single turn of the game. It's pretty good. Yeah. Butt Bond Vampire. Oh yeah, whenever you gain life, put a plus one on it. Man, I'm I'm super excited with how much how many times the word blood is in these cards. But thirsty aerialist. Oh yes, but thirsty. <laughs> I remember when this card was previewed and I laughed pretty hard at that. <laughs> but thirsty aerialist. Whenever you gain life, you put a plus one plus one counter on it. Callous butt mage. I love this. I, I love think this. I think this guy made an appearance in in uh, Sidewalk Slam one. Did he? Yes. Man, we can say Sidewalk Slam 1 like they say WrestleMania 1 or WrestleMania 15. Sidewalk Slam 15. I'm very excited for that. I never thought of that. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. I, I, that's how I name them when I send the files to Tyler. Sidewalk Slam Sidewalk Slam 1 Initial Cut or whatever, right? Right. Yeah. Man. Callous Blood Mage, superstar that appeared in you know turn four of Sidewalk Slam 1. <laughs> Did some serious work for Alex. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, uh, a 2-1 Vampire Warcock for three. When it enters the battlefield, choose one. You create a black and green pest, draw a card, lose a life, exile a graveyard. That's pretty good. Yes, yeah, so if you could bounce them, you could do like lots of those things, and all of them are somewhat relevant. All of them are valuable enough. Yes. Captivating Vampire. Captivating. Other vampires get plus one, plus one. Tap five. Gain control of target creature, becomes a vampire in addition to its other types. Hate that picture. Yes. I've always hated that art, and I don't know why. I really don't like it, though. Yeah. Defiant Buttlord. Oh, yeah. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. That's Sanguine Bond 2. 
Yes. And it happens to be a four or five flyer for 700 mana. <laughs> Epicure of butt. I I didn't think it was gonna get funny, but it's it's no, slowly becoming funny. I'll get you. I'll it's get you. It's slowly becoming funny. There's gonna be one that gets me. This one was almost it. Whenever you gain life, each opponent loses that much life. Oh, this is a better defiant bloodlord because it only costs five. Well, it's it, it's loses one. Each opponent loses one. Oh, it's not that much. Oh, no, but it, was... it is each opponent. Yeah. So this one cares more about instances of life gain, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. On every pass. Yeah, that's a gooder. Gifted Aetherborn. Death Touch, Lifelink, 2-3 for 2. That's like Vampire Nightcock's little brother. Yes. Yes. Henrika Domnathy? Whoa. She's kind of she's kind of hot. What? I've never seen this card before. Black, so, black, 2. Mm -hmm. Vampire, flying, 1-3. At the beginning of combat on your turn, choose one that has not been chosen. Each player sacrifices a creature, which might be good for us because we gain life. Sure. Yep. Draw a card and lose a life. Sure. That's always fine. Or you transform her. And today... Oh, there. I was going to say. Henrika Infernal Seer is the, the other side. A 3-4 flying death touch lifelink. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Black, black, one. Each creature you control with flying, death touch, and lifelink, and or lifelink, gets plus one, plus oh until end of turn. Eat. So it's like flying, death touch, lifelink breathing. <laughs> doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue very nice. No, but... Can, can we call that like butt breathing? Because it does all the vampire things? Flying, death touch, lifelink? Sure. Butt breathing. We can say it however I we want. I thought butt breathing was... Plus zero, plus one. That's when you fart. That's fart breathing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Colitis Trader of Get. Man, right? magic's complicated. <laughs> it is. It is. There's so many terms. Cletus Trader of Get. He's a 3-4 lifelink. If a non-token creature an opponent controls dies, you exile it and get a zombie. And you could play black, two, sacrifice another as his vampire or zombie, put two plus ones on Cletus. And he's expensive. This card is good. It is a very good card. That's a good card because you get stuff when you kill your opponent's stuff. Yeah. Which is great for aggro because, like, if you attack in to try to trade, which is something that doesn't happen very often in Commander unless you're, like, actively trying to get mana dorks or value creatures out of the way, or, like, get a guy then play a Bajuka Bog to exile the guy out of their graveyard, you get something out of it with Cletus because... You get uh, a zombie that you can sacrifice. You get it. Well, you get your blocker back if you trade. Yeah, right? that's Which pretty is, cool. It's pretty neat. That's a good guy. Camber the Plunderer. Oh man, the butt plunderer. He partners with somebody, which we don't care about. I don't think free shuffle. That's yeah. I suppose yeah. we might have something that cares about that. He's got lifelink. He's a vampire, of course. Four mana, three four. Whenever a creature dies, gain a life and create a blood token. A what? A Butt token. <laughs> <laughs> and a blood is is a pay one, sacrifice it, discard a card, draw a card. Now keep in mind that it's sack it, pay one, discard a card, colon. So if somebody like stifles you, Ooh. you've been wrecked. And I love that. Man, stifling, stifling anything usually makes you feel like you get wrecked. Oh, yeah. Right? But- 
you know that I've been dazed in Commander, like hard cast dazed, <laughs> yeah. right? And and uh, you know I've been canceled. I've had my thing counterspelled with a cancel. Mm-hmm. Does getting your blood token stifled does that top that list of bad beats? You've been you've been um, manatized, <laughs> yeah, right? Or or memory lapsed? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yo, yo, lapse yo. of certainty. The white one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, yeah, I don't. I think maybe it. I think maybe it does. Or does it? Does it just fall into the stifle? Like, oh, I'll stifle your fetch land. Get fucking good scrub. <laughs> like, does, that, does it just fall into the same category? I think it might. I think it does. I think it might. You know the old trick when you're playing Legacy, right? You accidentally drop a stifle face up that isn't even in your deck list. You drop the stifle and you're like, oh shit! I just put it put it back into your fucking deck box. <laughs> you're not even playing blue, and then then your opponent's like thinking when they can crack fetch lands because you have a blue open because you have that stifle that you dropped by accident. <laughs> oh, man. You never got fucking stifle shuffle dropped? No. Man, you you don't fucking play the meta, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Marauding Blight Priest. Marauding Blight Priest. I can't even say it. It's uh, whenever you gain life, each opponent loses one life. Those are good in this deck, I think. Yes, they are. Yeah, tap that old pristine talisman, eh? and turns into a fucking lightning bolt. That's right. All right. Uh, Nightcock Scavenger. Oh, yeah. A one plus star three. Man, now I got to know how to do algebra to play magic? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, flying, death touch, lifelink, vampire rogue, power equal to one plus the number of card types among your opponent's graveyards. This is Tarmogoyf Nighthawk. Neat. Yep. I like that. Good card. Yes. But algebra. Null so. Priest of Oblivion. Kicker three and black. Jesus. Yeah, man. Menace, lifelink, two, one for two. Kicker three black. Enters the battlefield. If it was kicked, return a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. Ooh, that's like a better rate than Zombify. That's not bad. Yep. Oath Sworn Vampire. Enters the battlefield tapped. Not sucky. You can cast it from your graveyard if you gained life this turn. Cool. Yeah. It gives us some aggro deck reach, let's call mm. it. Sadistic Sky Marcher. Flying lifelink 2-2, additional cost, you reveal a vampire card from your hand or pay one. We know, our opponents know that we're playing aggro. They know we got more vampires. We'll probably just reveal the worst one and say, it's coming. (laughs) That's it. Sanctum Seeker. Whenever a vampire you control attacks, each opponent loses a life and and you gain one life. That's a good one. That's a good one. Swing with like 10 guys. Yeah. You guys all take 10 and I gain one. (laughs) And, And then combat damage happens. Yes. That's, Never mind, Crater Hoof. Yeah, don't even need Is it. this win condition four? Can we call it that? Uh, you think it's that good? Nah, that's just a, it's attacking with dudes. That's like, yeah, attacking giving your guys plus dudes, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Scion of the Swarm. Whenever you gain life, put a plus one counter on it. That's Ten, cool because that's a vampire that does that. It looks like a bug. It's a little claw thing. Whatever. Tenured... <laughs> Tenure Dink Caster. Ah, I thought you would go there. A 2-2 two, two for 5. That sucks. When Tenure <laughs> Dink Caster... <laughs> does not pass the vanilla test. <laughs> when it enters the battlefield, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on target creature. You could target itself. Mm-hmm. So it's a 3-3 three, three for 5. Still sucky. <laughs> When a creature you control with a plus one counter on it attacks, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Oh, that works with the the Dean of the Root thing. 
Yes. Because all our guys got plus ones on them. Correct. And then it turns into um, it turns into that uh, Sanctum Seeker Sanctum Two. Seeker. Ooh. Yes, yeah, Sanctum. Sanctum Tuker. Seeker Two. Hyper Sanctum Seeker. That uh, hyper really... Seeker. Hyper Seeker. I like uh, that. I like Sanctum Tuker. <laughs> Check this out. Thirsty Buttlord. Is <laughs> a three three other vamps you control get plus one plus one. Easy enough. Twilight yep. Prophet. Oh, that's a good one. Two four. This is an expensive one. Two thirty bucks for this. Shit. Yeah. And tapped out. Come on. Like, give me a higher res image. I can't even read this. You read this. <laughs> it's a two four flyer for black black two. It has a send. So if you have ten or more permanents, you get the city's blessing. It'll do something. It's the beginning of your upkeep. If you have the city's blessing, reveal the top card of your library and put it into your hand. Each opponent loses X life, and you gain X life, where X is the mana cost of the card you revealed. Boom. We gain X. Gain X. Cool. Everybody loses X. And we draw that card? That's right. That's like all of the things that we want to do. Yeah. It's too bad all our vampires cost like one and two. Yeah. <laughs> like the next card, which I have played in a commander deck. Vampire Cutthroat? Say it right. Vampire Buttthroat. <laughs> there it is. Vampire Buttthroat is a 1-1 one, one for black. It's got Skulk. Sure. Sure. Uh, it means it can't be blocked by creatures with... That are bigger than it. <laughs> so you're getting in for one. Yeah. And it's got lifelink. Sure. Vampire Nightcock. Yep. It's uh, flying, death touch, lifelink, three drop, two, three. Best card in Zendikar Limited. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Scrivener. Scrivener. Sure. Scrivener? Sure. Yeah. Two, two for five, flying. Whenever... Uh, Whenever you gain life during your turn, you put a plus one counter on it. Whenever you lose life during your turn, put a plus one counter on Vampire Scrivener. Oh, so if we gain life or lose life, it gets bigger. Neat. That's pretty fine. Vampire of the Dire Moon. Death Touch, lifelink, 1-1 one, one for 1. That's pretty good. Vein Witch Coven. Vein Witch Coven. Uh, again with the veins, hey? Yeah. Man. Veiny Warcock. 3-3 three, three Menace for 3. Whenever you gain life, you can pay black. If you do, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. That's pretty good. Hey, that's good. That's good. Gives us some of that aggro reach. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Very important. Vengeant Vampire. Four, four for six. Wow. Wowee. Yeah, lifelink. So that's okay. That's worth a mana. When it dies, destroy target creature and opponent controls and gain four life. It's not too bad. Which we could pay one and make all our guys bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if we sacrifice him to something... And then make our guys bigger, then we can attack and we could kill somebody. Correct. Okay. Veto Thorn of the Dusk Rose. Is this the last card in the deck? It sure is. Other than the land? That's right. Okay. 1-3 Vampire Cleric for black 2. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Sanguine Bond? 3. 17 at yes. this point. Yeah. If we're attacking and stuff. And we can go black, black, 3. Creatures you control gain life link and until end of turn. Yes. So we would gain a bunch of life, and then they would lose all of that bunch of life. Yeah, somebody would lose several life. Yes. Can we count all of these vetoes and creatures that make our opponents lose mass chunks of life? Could we count those all collectively as in another one win condition? Yeah, it goes Because in. we're going to be attacking, and we're going to be doing this extra thing when we attack. Well, you'd add them in with the Sanguine Bond. Oh, so just yeah. keep it at three different yeah. win cons? Yeah, if you played ten different Sanguine Bonds... You're playing Sanguine Bond. I suppose mm -hmm. you're right. Mm -hmm. That's like just more density of that same type of, that same strategy that we're trying to enact. That's what we call redundancy. Yes. Mm. Yes. 
in most avenues of life and or business. Okay, so let's get through some of these, um, some of the rest of what we usually cover. We got some strengths and weaknesses. Uh-huh. Non-typical vampire build. Cool. Strength. Yes. You're using what we touted as kind of non- good <laughs> maybe <laughs> underpowered <laughs> commanders from Strixhaven and you're doing something unique with them yes and you can say that they're not good because they're not but sure. you get to use the, I don't know, the green one's pretty good actually now that I'm thinking about it yes now get this still beats with the rest of the vampire decks and or green inclusive aggro decks yes I think we're going to gain enough life with our four drop commander in play and have enough mana to make all of our vampires fucking huge. You're going to have a good time against other aggro decks because as you're just swinging haymakers at each other, yours is the life total that's going either up outright or down the slowest, which is good. Yes, and both of those things will allow us to enact our strategy. If it goes up, we can eat their flux. If it's going down the slowest, that means we are gaining life probably, so the sanguine bond type effects are going to be really good. Yes. And in addition to that, being an aggro deck, it is going to be hard to block. It's going to be quick. And if there is a, a better aggro deck, we are still going to be able to block because we have lots of flyers. Yes. Yeah, so we got good blocks. Okay. Ether Flux Reservoir Golgari for the win. I'm going to count that as a strength because typically you see this like in Is It decks or Storm decks or whatever. Right. Um, but at the same time, I want to flip it over to a weakness because some people don't like playing against Ether Flux or other instant win cards. Yeah, it is kind of a it's a dis, it disincentivizes people to play the game. It's like when you search for a Cyclonic Rift and then you just sit there with seven mana open for the rest Ooh, of the game. Yeah. Because, like, no, nobody can do anything. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and the same is probably true for Crater Hoof. And if you were to put Exquisite Blood into the deck, the same would also be true there. I would count, I think Aether Flux is a special case. more than Because Crater Hoof comes down, you win the game. Aetherflux doesn't necessarily make you win. It just sits there and makes it so nobody ah. else can win. The first guy to try to win... Loses. I get you. So nobody tries to win. Nobody tries to kill you. Nobody tries to do anything. Unless the player can't cast it, or that player in the life gain deck is maybe at like 25 life or 30 life, and then trying to gain and gain and gain and gain, and then the other three players are just getting chip-ins to keep the life total in check, right? Yeah, but once you're and above 50, like it's it's not over, but you... You can't win, and I can't win, and player three can't win because player four has an Aether Flux Reservoir and 50 life. And nobody's going to take that away from them because they'll just Aether Flux you. Yeah, that's a hard position to be in. Yeah, it's it's, it's a shitty position to be in, and I don't like that that if creates you, that. Yeah, if you're playing this deck blind, it's Golgari Vampire's life gain. Hey, that's cute and fun. Hey, that's like, let's just play the game. You're playing with strangers, and then they drop an Aether Flux. That's yeah. the situation you're talking about. If, yeah. if our friend group was playing this, and we know there's an Aether Flux in there, you try to keep that life total down yeah. below anything even fucking close, right? Exactly. And then that's like some of the dialogue that the game generates is, yeah. I know you have that. So I'm going to try to fight that strategy. Yes. I think that that's cool. Yeah. I think that that's cool. That's why I put Ether Flux Golgari as a strength, Man. but pointed also to the weakness to acknowledge mm. what you were saying. Yeah. So um, not a ton of top end. No. A little bit weak to removal. Yeah, we were talking about how is it going to stand against an a, a, air quotes better aggro deck. Early on, you're going to see this deck is going to be able to hang in there real good. Oh, get lots of chip-ins. But if it doesn't win that, kind of early the, if it doesn't win in the first five rounds 
when you get to the later and your dragons and your goblins and your other just better aggro tribes and value yeah. strategies yeah. controls yeah they don't give a shit that you have 500 life because they're going to hit you for 10,000 damage yeah. that's like just how other aggro decks in EDH work or they're going to sweep you and then you're going to rebuild and another player is going to sweep you and there's not really any way in the deck to draw 17 cards all at once yeah and and then you'll just not have a whole ton of action late game the other decks can do their thing independent of whatever the hell you're doing. Yeah, when somebody blows you out, you're basically playing mono-white. Yes. Now, that and is... nobody wants to play mono-white. <laughs> that is common to a lot of low-to-the-ground aggro decks. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to this week's secret. Oh, this, shit! This weekret. Huh? Week's secret? No. Oh, oh. No. This week's secret. I'll say it as two separate words. Oh, fine, let's do everything you want to do. <laughs> the secret... And, and Joe Mama told us this right in his email to us. Yep. It's okay to have and acknowledge weaknesses in your deck. Mm -hmm. It's okay to know that your aggro deck is weak to sweepers mm -hmm. and play the deck anyways. Mm -hmm. And that will avoid us having to spend the money on cards that might... F the budget and <laughs> and all of the all of the stuff that makes all black decks the same with the mass graveyard getter backers. Yeah, that takes away from the uniqueness of the deck because we're trying to shore up a weakness. Yeah. Let's just acknowledge that weakness, and and play with that weakness or play around that weakness or just fuck it. Play I'm right through it. Yeah, who cares? Fuck it. Yeah, just. Do that too. Yeah, I'm going to pound your face with Golgari vampires until you stop me, until you can exploit my weakness. And yeah. if you do that, I just won't win this game. Yeah. You think that's a good secret? I think that's fine. I think it's fine. You I build play, decks like that all the time. You play around it or you just plow right through it. And you, you know what I can't kill in virtually any of my decks? Flying creatures. Yeah. Man, yep. they're the bane of my existence. Yep. It's like, bullets, my only weakness. It's like, no, creatures that fly, I just can't stop them. Yes, yes, with bullets. <laughs> yeah, I have I have no bullets. Remember, remember when I used to play Hogak all the time and I said, like, yeah, I'm weak to graveyard removal? I'll just graveyard harder. Aggro decks, weak to sweepers. You know what? Just aggro harder. I'll just aggro you harder. I'll just aggro harder, and if you got the sweeper, it's a little bit higher risk, higher reward, but... Feels so much better. Take it from us. That's a fun way to play casual magic. And when your butthole's clenched and you're sweating. Yes. Oh, yeah, when you got like, those like weird hard sweat stands on your shirt because you're yes. sweating so much. Yeah, baby. Yeah, like that guy I used to work with that took roids in college because he was a ball player, and now has only his one armpit sweat. <laughs> exactly ah, like that. That's weird. Precisely like that. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Oh, cool. Okay, so <laughs> I got a quick budget section. I got a quick budget section here. $570 deck. That's fine. And you know what? D Toots, 40 bucks. Crater Hoof, 31 bucks. There's a Verdant Catacombs in here, only 20 bucks. Yeah. But but you know what? Two color deck, do we need it? I don't know. Doubling season, it's great. Meat Hook Massacre, great. Yeah. But I highlighted these cards because they're both expensive, and I think probably we can find some suitable analog for oh, them. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, can. Overrun, Overwhelming Stampede, something like that instead of Crater Hoof. Beastmaster Ascension. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess Kamal is expensive now, but there's lots of things that just... Second Sunrise would get you there. There's lots of cards that you can do instead of Crater Hoof. Instead What's a of Second Sunrise? Isn't that a white card? No, it's a, it's a no, second sunrise, glorious sunrise. It's a green enchantment, green, green three. At the beginning of combat, you can draw a card or make one of your creatures tap for three or gain some life or your creatures get plus one, plus one and trample till end of turn. Oh. 
Very cool card. Yeah. I mean, you could you could cut those four or five cards. I said this deck goes down to three hundred and forty bucks, and most of that's like in the mana base and a couple of the other like the rare cards. Only printed once, commander only yeah. vampires. Exactly right. I think it's fine for a deck to cost that because it's the world we live in. You're gonna have half of those if you've ever built a vampire deck, anyways. Yeah. Or you got a buddy who built a vampire deck that they don't play anymore. Trade them for his. Or yes. Them for theirs. There you go. Spice calculator? Spice calculator. 220 Dean of the Vein, Dean of the Root, because I don't remember their real names, lists on edhrec.com. That puts them 35th among Golgari commandies. Oh, that puts them right below Old Rust Stain and right above Sapling of the Coil Fenor. Gross. Yeah. And if you don't know what either of those cards do... That basically tells you everything you need to know about their current position in the rankings of the Golgari Commanders. There you go. Yeah. So three thirty-one average mana value. That's and they're so cool. low. They're so low on the list. I can see Sisters of Stone Death from here. Whoa. That, that's how you know you're low. <laughs> wow. That's a gooder. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you. Average CMC three one or three three one. 29 different cards than the stock page on edhrec.com. And let me tell you, there was a lot of affordable options and other things we could count as win cons, like aristocrat style stuff and other like mass pump effects that we're not playing here that would substitute for spending money. Yes. Which is cool. (laughs) Yes. Which is cool. One tutor, number of win cons we said was three. Three, three, but a high density three. Yes, we have a high density at the gain life, burn them out, and attack with dudes, and then ether flux. That's three. Yes, three. Yes, very good. So you punch it all into the spice calculator. New spice calculator available at commandercookout.com.com. Yeah, there you go. You can go and download that, see how spicy your decks are. 67.3. Nice. Yeah, we're featuring our editor's decks over the last month, and they've gave us some spicy meat to ball. Yeah, well, our editors and Chris Vondu. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, about the whole Chris Von Doom guy. Hey? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Joe, Editor Joe, Joe Mama, Editor-in-Chief for CCO, thank you for the deck. If anybody wants to submit a deck, you can do so at commandercookout.gmail.com. If you're a Patreon supporter, you got the Discord access. There's a couple different deck building channels there. Jank ones, competitive ones, non-EDH ones. I never look at those ones, by the way. I'm not in there ever. I forgot we had that channel. Uh, Yes, yes. And then we do have a preferred deck list tier. So check out the Patreon for that, including the new specific to Sidewalk Slam patreon benefits as those are getting populated and rolled out like picking commanders for us and and helping us tweak decks and stuff that we play Uh and uh yeah super cool i don't know how easy it's going to be to build whole decks that people want why don't they why don't we just put up our our rosters but we certainly have big time rosters that people will be able to choose from if they're interested in us or one of our friends' decks. We'll talk about that a little bit more on tomorrow's bonus show. I've got 24 decks. Man, I got 24 inches of deck around. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so you're, um, we've got a bonus show tomorrow, but what's your final thought of the day for today? I think that this was a fantastic deck. It really did illustrate the, 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 I have a glaring weakness, a hole or vent that goes right to the reactor core, if you will. Yes. I think that's a Star Wars reference or a, like a big flaming spot where you could drop my very important item and I'll just die. 
also glaring weakness. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a Lord of the Rings reference for Ryan. Also, glaring glaring omission. How have we never called him CC Joe? Oh. We suck. Like, I'm firing both of us, but only. This is it. Commander Cookout's over. Yeah, that's the end of it, because we, we're obviously bad at our own game. We're bad at our own gimmick. But, Joe, thank you so much for sending in the deck. We really enjoyed it. We hope everybody listening did as well. I'm sure they did. If you want to build it yourself, Head over to Official Business Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs, and you can use CCO Spring to save 5% off all the shit that you're going to buy anyway. There's still lots of instances of CCO perks, too, if you're spending big money and want to get some of it back to buy more shit later on. And if you want to hear our thoughts on some more, I don't know if it's going to be necessarily secrets of EDH, but it's going to be some stuff that I think is going to make you think, and we're going to be back to talk about that on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!